Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Pope has come out, and this is many other, you know, other faiths have, have, have pandered and moved this way. And the Pope has said that priests can now bless same-sex unions. He says, quote, requests should not, keyword should not, be subject to moral analysis. All right, let's break that down. And this is coming, I'm going to read this to you from the Associated Press, because I think it's important that you understand uh, just how crazy this world has gone. And I'm talking about those who are supposed to be speaking truth in the world and not kowtowing to the pressure of, of, of the radical extreme left. The Pope has now approved blessings for same-sex couples that must not resemble marriage. Must not resemble marriage? If you're blessing it, it's going to be the same thing. Pope Francis formally approved letting Catholic priests bless same-sex couples. The Vatican announced Monday a radical shift in policy that's aimed at making the church, quote, more inclusive while maintaining its strict ban on gay marriage. Well, if you're going to have a strict ban on gay marriage, then doing this is not maintaining a strict ban on gay marriage. What you're saying is we're softening. Now, the problem that I have here and the part that makes me so frustrated is the fact that we, and, and this has been happening in churches, whether you're evangelical, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, People have been trying to grab attendance as attendance numbers in church have gone down. You can argue over what has made faith start to die out in this country and also around the world. Uh, I would argue that faith ha is actually dying out for the complete opposite reason of what they think it is in the church. They think it's because we become too right and wrong and too legalistic. They think 
Uh, many in the church have, have argued that, well, we're just, we're not inclusive and we're not happy enough and we're not kind enough and we're not supportive enough uh, of other people's ideals and lifestyles and as culture changes. So therefore, we need to become more inclusive, more, we need to be kinder to people that are living in sin. Now, everyone sin, sins, right? I've sinned. I've, all sins are equal, right? So bad or not bad, it doesn't, people, how we grade it on earth, sins are sin. I've made massive mistakes in my life. And if we're all being intellectually honest, everyone that's listening right now, I think you would agree the same way that we've made mistakes. But what's happened in, whether it's the Catholic Church, whether it is in the Evangelical Church, Baptist Church, Methodist, a lot of them, right? I, I, I'm not picking on one religion. I want to make that clear. Is that we've changed what faith is now. We've changed what church is now. It's now become a numbers game. The biggest pastors who are growing the fastest in this country among all congregations, doesn't really matter which one it is, they have one thing in common. They're all about being funny and entertaining and preaching entertainment, not offending people. Notice I use the word offending, right? Not offending people. That's their main core thing. Let's don't offend anybody with actual gospel. We're going to be kumbaya because if we're kumbaya, then there is a genuine, authentic belief that if we are kumbaya, more people will show up next week. Look what's happened since that, that doctrine has been accepted across multiple face. Look at all the churches that have decided to go that route and and to, and to, to whether it's bless same-sex couples or perform same-sex marriages or whatever it may be that they're standing and changing because they're wanting to be quote more inclusive and 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 kumbaya what's happened religion has actually died off even more because what you're doing is you're alienating your core base that actually wants to be to go to a church that that is actually or or to be under a a priest or someone who is actually saying yes there is right and wrong we have this in in the world too much of it right now we have way too much of this right now and people want to go to a place where there where, where you can speak the truth people want to go to a place where you can be honest people want to go and sit with people that are going to tell you the truth and they want that okay like that's what they want folks and this, when you see the Pope, I, I, I want to be clear about this. I think there are two catastrophic things that have happened with the Catholic Church. Number one, the fact that they still have not done the right thing um, with the priests that have abused children. They have still have priests that have abused children that they are still protecting at this moment around the world. They have moved around predators that they know are predators. And they have done this because, and, and they've not taking care of the victims the way that they should have. That's number one. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest downfalls of Catholicism. But the second one is, is you have now a pope that is no longer, not a pope, he's a panderer. Pope Francis is not a pope in the traditional sense. He's a panderer. He's the pandering pope. When you formally approve letting Catholic priests bless same-sex couples, you're not a pope. You're, 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 a, you're, you're a pandering pope. You're not a real leader. You're a follower now, the Vatican statement uh, had a lot of people that were excited about this, right? And then there were some that were even mad about it. Some LGBTQ plus advocates warned it, quote, underscores the church's ideas that gay couples remain inferior to heterosexual partnerships, right? So 
even in the pandering from Pope Francis, he still didn't win everybody over. The left is still mad at him. The LGBTQIA plus 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 group, right, is 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 furious, saying, "Oh, so you guys in the Catholic Church still think that gays remain inferior to heterosexuals, right?" So they're not happy. So the, did the pandering work there? Is it going to bring in a bunch more LGBTQIA people? I don't think so. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. And then what you did is you actually alienated, I think, the core of your base in the Catholic Church. These documents from the Vatican's Doctrine Office elaborated on a letter that Francis sent to two conservative cardinals that, that, that was published in October. In the preliminary response, Francis suggested such blessings could be offered under some circumstances if the blessings weren't confused with the, quote, ritual of marriage. Well, what do you think the blessing actually is? The new document repeats that conditions, that condition and elaborates on it, reaffirming that marriage is a lifelong union between a man and a woman. So so you're going to bless something that is not a union between a man and a woman that's pandering while saying that that's separate from what you're now blessing, which is something that is clearly not in the teaching of the Catholic faith. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not Catholic. Okay, I'm not. But I am using this moment as a warning. And I want to be clear, especially as we're going into, of all seasons, the Christmas holidays, we have got to stop worrying, and churches and pastors have to stop worrying about uh, offending people that are sitting there in the audience, and you need to be bold about what the teachings are. You don't have to be mean. You can be compassionate. You can be loving. You can be kind. But it doesn't mean that you have to pander. I mean, the, the Catholic Church is, in essence, now a, a massive ship. The Vatican is a massive ship that's that, that, that has purposely unscrewed their rudder and is out to sea and believes they're still going to be able to go on a straight line. It's not going to work. The Catholic Church is the biggest boat in the sea right now that has no rudder and is going anywhere just in circles and round and round and round, and they think that they're actually still on a straight line. This is insanity. This doesn't make any sense logically. Yet here we are having this conversation where the Pope Francis comes down and says, yes, yet again, we are going to do more harm, I believe, to Catholicism and do it in a way that says, oh, no, no, marriage is still between one man and one woman, but we, we, want to, we need people coming so badly and financially supporting the Catholic Church that what we're going to do is say, we'll bless you, you, you know, you, we'll bless you if you are same sex, but just as long as it's not called a marriage, right? Here's our caveat. If you are in the Catholic Church, I, I would be upset about this. If you're in the Catholic Church, I'd be very, very, um, I, I would actually say I would be angry about this. I, I would be asking more than, I mean, how many times if you're in the Catholic Church are you going to look the other way? Before you demand that there be a change, that's that's a, that's another question that I, that I do want to ask of people that are listening, especially if you are Catholic. How long are you going to sit there before you say enough? Stop destroying what brought me here in the first place, because you're never going to be able to replace. All of the people that show up on Sunday mornings with other people by pandering. Look at other faiths that have tried to pander. It didn't work out well for them. It never works out for them well for them. And you want to know why? Because it's pandering and people see through it. So then you get lukewarm people on both sides. And lukewarm people are not the people that show up on a regular basis. Lukewarm people aren't the people that get involved in Catholic missions and catholic charities right those are not the people that are going to be your next leaders so then you're just going to 
wither away as, as a very important group of people. But if you are Catholic tonight, I, I, I would hope that you're upset over this. Because this is absolutely advocating and wanting to have it both ways. One other point I'll make real quick. But one other thing I will say is if you want to know what's happening in the world and the demise of the world, this is just another significant example of it. If you want to know how we got to a part where we have people in Congress that defend the terrorists that behead babies and you want to know what got us to us, it's it's the fact that we've lost faith in, 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 in religion in this country. We used to have a moral compass, folks. We don't anymore. When we don't, what happens is the AOCs of the world show up and they gain power. And they have an audience because at the end of the day, people are looking for something bigger than themselves, usually at some point in their life. They're looking for something bigger than themselves. They're looking for answers to tough questions. They'll find it somewhere, and when you water down your faith, they're going to go somewhere else. And that's why we're in the scenario and the situation that we're in right now. We've had some moments this past year that have been encouraging. I, I, I go back to Bud Light. You look at what happened to Bud Light and Bud Light sales will never be what they were before. I truly believe that because there was a line there that was crossed that was just too far for many people to reach. It was just too much. It was like, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't go there. I'll never drink a Bud Light again unless I'm literally about to die and that's the only liquid there is. And even then, I'd wait a little bit longer and get closer to death before I drink it. And then eventually I would say, screw it, I'm going to. But I never, I would never purposely buy it or drink it ever again. It was a game the other night with one of my, one of my dear friends and he was like, hey, you want a beer? I was like, sure, just as long as it's not a Bud Light, I'd rather have water. And I meant it when I said it and he laughed because he knew I wasn't joking. Don't bring me that. There are encouraging moments and things that have happened this past year that gives me excitement that maybe we're turning the corner and people are willing to fight back. And as soon as I get excited, then the Pope, I mean, in this way, approving the blessings for same-sex couples, that uh, then they do something like this. The Catholic Church, by the way, and this is something I, I keep trying to explain to people, doesn't exist without the people. All you have to do if you're a member of the Catholic faith is, is say we refuse to comply with this and we refuse to agree with it. As a group, you're in charge. The Pope is not. He's supposed to serve you. It's the problem that we have, the same problem we have in pol politics today. We think these people get into power and then, then, then they forget that we are the ones that can decide to change. We're the ones that can say no to these people. That We don't have dictators and tyrants. We're not supposed to. But when we keep bowing down to them and not standing up to them, the pendulum keeps going more and more to the extreme. There's two things that catastrophically have happened to faith. One, many churches are less than half of the attendance they were pre-COVID because people didn't go to church for well over a year. And it absolutely decimated faith, not being able to go and worship. That's number one. And number two is the pandering. These pastors now, they're obsessed with social media and obsessed with being famous on social media and are obsessed with, you know, people loving them and not offending people. That's also a massive problem. It's a massive, massive, massive issue. And now we're witnessing it with the Pope himself, which is insane. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, I mean it. They're the only one. 
They make a huge difference every time that you pay your bill because they actually give back to conservative causes and organizations to help you stand up for what you believe in. While you're paying a bill, you're going to have anyways. This is the part that I love about Patriot Mobile. They're making a difference every time you pay your bill, every time you make a phone call, every time that you send a text message. Patriot Mobile actually gives money back to protect First and Second Amendment rights, to protect the lives of unborn children. And that's what they're doing right now as they celebrate their 10th anniversary. If you switch right now to Patriot Mobile, they are going to give a donation to help protect life and to help mothers choose life to an organization that does everything they can to protect the lives of unborn children. Then every month when you pay your bill, They're going to continue to support the causes that I just mentioned. And this is exactly why you need to make the switch. If you're tired of woke companies, switch your cell phone to Patriot Mobile. Whether you are a business, a small business, or just a family, you can switch and they make switching easy. They have a 100% U.S.-based call center, making switching extremely easy. You're going to get nationwide coverage, unlimited talk and text, and usually save real money on your bill. 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Or go online to patriotmobile.com slash Ben. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ben or 972-PATRIOT. I do think we need to have a bigger conversation about morals. And Pope Francis formally approving letting Catholic priests bless same-sex couples, the Vatican announced, is a radical agenda item. And I want to make it clear I think it's wrong. And I think there's a problem right now uh, with all face. And that is that there's way too much pandering going on. There's entirely too much pandering. And everybody right now just wants to make sure that they, you know, don't offend people. And how many people are sitting in the pews? And how do we get more people? And the idea that you get more by by offending no one, then more people are going to show up is a recipe for disaster of any faith. It's it's the pandering that I have a part with, a problem with. It is this. I mean, the Catholic Church. We're now at the point where the Catholic Church is out there saying you can formally uh, uh, let Catholic priests bless same-sex marriage. Like, if you want to know it, when the Catholic Church started to die publicly, this is when it started to die publicly. Now, I, I would argue it's already started to die internally uh, when when they when when they uh, refused to do the right thing when they had their priests abusing children. But publicly, this is when I do think it happened where it's like they're now just openly saying, like, hey, whatever we think might get more people to attend, then so be it. And that is the death of any faith. When the church is officially blessing something, and this is where I would give you massive pushback, okay? Uh, There's a difference between loving people and then blessing people, right? Blessing uh means that you are advocating supporting i'm going to the definition here right of blessing someone god's favor and protection favor so what does the word favor mean favor means support in religion literally a blessing is the is 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 blessing something with grace holiness spiritual redemption or divine will 
Grace said before after a meal is another example, right, of, uh, of, 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 of an example, a prayer asking for God's favor and protection. A, a priest gave a blessing as a ship was launched. Like, blessing means advocacy for, support for, under, you know, uh, 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 fond thoughts of. I'm blessing this marriage, right? I'm asking for your, your, your daughter's hand, and I'm asking for your blessing in that. You, the fact that the Pope is saying, and this is where I'm going to get angry or animated is maybe a better way of saying it. You cannot tell me that in the same sentence, right? This is pandering. He's not a Pope. He's a panderer. When you approve blessings for same-sex couples in the words that I just used, I didn't come up with them. I didn't come up with a definition of blessing, the, the, the meaning of blessing, and then say, as long as it doesn't resemble same-sex marriage, uh, it, it, it is absolutely that. You're blessing the same-sex couple for being a same-sex couple. You're going as a same-sex couple and saying, please bless this. And they're saying okay to it. The Pope has now approved that. So you can't have it both ways and say, well, he's just, I, I, I'm fine with blessing a person individually, but when you start asking me to bless the sin, that's the point where you say no. Like, if you come to me as an individual and you have, you, you, you are sinning, right? And you say, I want you to pray for me and I want you to, 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 to bless me. But if I walk in, I'm like, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm operating a sex trafficking ring and I want you to bless it. I would hope the Pope would say no. If I walked in and said, I, 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 I'm, I'm operating a drug cartel, I would hope that the Pope would say no to blessing my drug cartel. If I came in and said, hey, I'm the founder and creator of, a, a, of one of the biggest porn sites in, in the world, and I want you to bless my business, which is the pornography business. I would hope that the Pope would say no. Like, like the idea that, that it should be blessed is, is total lunacy on a level that we, that, that, that I've never seen. Well, I take that back. The leadership of the Catholic Church has still has men that have, that, that they have moved around, that they have not fired, who have been accused uh, uh, of abusing sexually children in the church let's not forget that i said the leadership but when your leaders are now saying we're going to approve blessings for same-sex couples and then immediately say but they must not resemble marriage what else does it resemble Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is an actual headline from CNN, and, and this is the reason why the, the mainstream media is, is nothing but scumbags. They are communists, they are Marxists, they are socialists, they are working for the United States government in every capacity with the, and the Democratic Party, which I will say for, again, on this show, the Democratic Party is dead. They are masquerading as Democrats and they are really socialists, communists and Marxists. And, and, and I say all three because some of them affiliate within the Democratic Party in different ways, right? Like they're, they're, they're this, Big cesspool of disaster and, 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 and taking away your rights. The Democratic Party is dead. But the, what's worse than the Democratic Party is the media that goes out there and, and, and puts out their propaganda. No different than what you see in North Korea. No different than what you read in places like Venezuela or Cuba or Russia. This is a real headline from NBC News. Somebody sent this to me, and I actually didn't believe it. I clicked on the link because I couldn't believe it. A buddy of mine sent it to me. He's like, can you believe this blank? And I was like, I clicked on it. and was like, no way. This is the headline from NBC News. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. That is the NBC News headline? Are you kidding me? Let's just break down the headline here. From these scumbags at, at NBC News. First of all, it's not alleged. There's pictures and a video of the sex tape of them having gay sex in the Senate room. That's number one. So it's not alleged, okay, by conservative outlets. It's also not alleged by conservative outlets. You guys are reporting on it, and so is everybody else. Number two, the staffer's been fired. So it's not alleged sex. It's like they've admitted it was sex in the in, in this room, in this hearing room. And the idea that he's no longer employed because conservative outlets have alleged it is also a lie. Conservative news outlets allege that the aide to Senator Ben Cardin, a Democrat, Maryland, appeared in a leaked video showing men having sex in a Senate hearing room. Again, this was not some conservative conspiracy theory. Like, we, we weren't filming gay sex in a Senate hearing room. 
It was Democrats, funny enough, on the Democratic side of the Senate hearing room who were banging in the Senate hearing room. There's no conservative that came up with this idea. I don't know who Amanda Turkle is, but she sucks at her job, and Frank Thorpe V sucks at his job. These are the NBC News reports. It took two of them to write a story that's a lie about something that actually happened that is real. Quote, Senator Ben Cardin's office has parted ways with a staffer. Well, he was fired. They didn't part ways, so call a fire a fire. He was fired from what we've been told. With a staffer who conservative news outlets, so they're trying to act like this is some conspiracy theory, who conservative news outlets allege was shown in a leaked video having sex in a Senate hearing room. I'm pretty sure the staffers already admitted on social media that it was him. And then said anybody that attacks him is tra- is like gay phobia or or, 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 or or gay lesbian transgendered LGBTQ phobia. Like did he, that he's that, that you're gay shaming him or something. Dude, you're the one that put the like the let the tape get out there. This dude, whatever the hell his name is, is no longer employed by the U.S. Senate. The Maryland Democrats office said in a statement to NBC News on Saturday, which was first obtained by Politico. Let's stop there. Politico is not hardcore conservative news. The idea that Politico is hardcore conservative news is also a lie. So they're lying to you from the for the first two and a half paragraphs at NBC News. Quote, we will have no further comment on this personnel matter. Okay, so so they fired a dude that had sex in a committee room. On Friday, the Daily Caller, conservative news outlet, published what it said to uh, what it said was video showing a congressional staffer having sex with an unknown man in the Senate hearing room. It added that the video was shared in a private group for gay men in politics. Conservative outlets then alleged that the legislative aide to Cardin was one of the men in the video. Well, if it wasn't him, then I'm pretty sure the Democratic senator, Ben Cardin, would would have not fired the person if it wasn't actually that person in the video that apparently you can clearly see in the video is the guy that works for Senator Ben Cardin. But again, this is NBC News now, right? So let's let's all let's all play this up to be conservative conspiracy theory when when two dudes are banging in a Senate room on the Democratic side working for a Democratic senator. NBC News has not confirmed the authenticity of the video or the identities of the participants. Okay, so at least NBC News is willing to admit, hey, we suck at our job. Like, that's maybe the most truthful thing. Do not laugh at that, Mr. Producer. You know that's an accurate statement. This is the one time that NBC News didn't lie to you when they said NBC News has not confirmed the authenticity of the video or the identity of the participants. Good. You're admitting, hey, we suck at our job. We don't investigate anything we don't like. We didn't. We're not trying to confirm that this actually happened. And we're not going to identify. We're not going to confirm the identities of the participants. So we're just going to tell you this is somehow the conservatives fault that two gay staffers were banging in a Senate room on the desk where the public usually goes and and that somehow the conservatives fault that this happened on friday night the man in question put up a post on linkedin saying while he had shown quote poor judgment in the past he would never disrespect my workplace well you did you were bent over a desk literally i don't i i, I don't i don't know how that's not disrespecting literally your workplace Quote, this has been a difficult time for me, 
As I have been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. Who you love? Like, I don't care who you love. I'm not attacking you because of who you love. I'm attacking you because you, uh, you, you put out a video of you having sex in a Senate chamber, in a Senate hearing room. This has been a difficult time for me. I would hope so, by the way. Quote, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Well, you did. And that's obviously you're a liar. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Okay, well, if it's not you, then you should have said it's not you, and your employer shouldn't have fired you if it wasn't you. The dude did not return requests for additional comments. Cardin's office initially put out a statement Friday that said, we have seen media reports from right-wing media. (laughs) As this is a personnel matter and under review, we will not be commenting further at this time. Representative Max Miller, Republican Ohio, also identified the man to conservative outlets as a staffer, staffer who shouted free Palestine at him in the halls of Congress while he was speaking with an NBC News reporter. This dude denied the accusations in his LinkedIn post on Friday. Quote, as for the accusations regarding Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman had no opportunity or cause to yell or confront him, he wrote. NBC News was not able to identify the staffer in the interaction. So, again, at least NBC News told you the news, the, the story, at least true, two things truthfully in this story. Amanda Turkle is admitting, and Frank Thorpe is admitting that they suck at their job twice in this article. Like, we don't actually do any reporting here. We just write up, like, stories that somehow make people think that somehow this may not have happened, and this is a Republican and or conservative conspiracy. Now, let, let's just, if you Google right now, sex and Senate hearing, let me tell you some of the other headlines, all right? Politico, playbook, Senate staffer out after sex tape scandal. Senate aide, CNN, out of job after purported sex tape apparently filmed in Senate hearing room. The Guardian, Senate staffer loses job after allegedly having sex in hearing room. Then you get to NBC News, Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in hearing room is no longer employed. So it's somehow the Republicans' fault that two guys that are liberal working for a Democrat were banging. Got it. The Senate sex tape, everything we know, Business Insider, New York Post. Senate staffer allegedly filmed public sex in Congress ousted from Ben Cardin's office. At least the New York Post, God bless them, they get it right. NBC4, Washington, D.C. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. So NBC, like across the board, local and national, sticking with the same headline that somehow this may not have happened uh, and, and, and what we and may not have even been a thing because it's Republicans that are the ones that somehow are the bad guys here. Washington Examiner leaked explicit video appears to show two men having sex in the Senate hearing room. Like if you've seen the stills, which I've seen of this, like there's really no arguing over this. Like it's just not right. It's like there's there's really no arguing over it. And and, and that's the reason why the dude was fired. Like they're like, this is obviously you having sex in this hearing room and that's frowned upon. Um, So we're we're probably going to we're going to probably say no to that. Right. Like and you're you're now fired. But what we will do is we'll defend you and tell everybody that it's not really your fault you were having sex in the Senate hearing room. No, it's what, what we'll do is we'll say it's the Republicans' fault because they're the ones that commented on it, and somehow that means that they're evil. This is what we are up against every single day. 
And I tell you this is another perfect example of do not read every, do not believe everything that you read because this, and again, you now know the facts and then, then you read the headline and then you read the story and you realize just how egregious it is. We live in a world right now where, where, where up is down and down is up and left is right and right is left. I'll give you another example of the, of the insane world that we live in. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu celebrated breaking down barriers with a no-whites holiday party. This is not a joke. The Boston mayor, Michelle Wu, proudly posted a photo from her no-whites-allowed elected of color holiday party amid backlash over the exclusionary event, which is clearly racist. Wu, the city's first Asian-American mayor, posted an image to her Instagram account on Friday showing a group of smiling colleagues at the dinner party where no white people were allowed or invited. What's even funnier is, if you dig into this at all, you would find out that Wu married a white dude. The white dude's not seeing the picture. Now, I want to know if he got out of the picture, for the picture, and then the white dude, because he was married to her, was able to get in the in the, at least get the free dinner? I don't know. But no whites were allowed. Wu's husband was either hiding under the table or in the closet and were not pictured in the no whites allowed dinner. That's not racist at all. There's nothing that says inclusion like excluding people from a dinner, right? Can I get an amen to that? That's that's who we're electing in this country right now. I'm telling you, if you want to know why Donald Trump's so popular, it is because Donald Trump has had enough, just like I've had enough. I'm no longer afraid to offend people. I don't care if I if if speaking truth offends you. Okay, I I I I I, I sincerely don't care. And the fact that we're living in a world now where we have mayors of major cities like Boston saying, I'm having a Christmas party and white people can't come, Lord help us. Where we've got universities now where presidents can't be fired because they're women and African-American and protected and they can be anti-Semites and, 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 and defend genocide of Jews at a, at a Senate hearing. God, like we're going to hell in a handbasket, folks. And these are the people that you're teaching your kids. And they're the ones that are indoctrinating these reporters to write these absurd headlines that somehow Republicans are responsible for two gay guys banging in a Senate chamber. And somehow it's the Republicans' fault. Don't forget, share this podcast with your family and friends. Share it on social media. Please hit that follow button if you're listening on Apple iTunes or subscribe or auto-download, depending on what you're listening on, what platform. But make sure you follow us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.